And now, coming to you from the classiest radio station on the air. Talking about it once. And welcome back to the next episode of In the Hole podcast. Um, I'm here with Parm and Nate, as always. Hello. <laughs> and we are going <laughs> to kick off now, now that we're back, me and Parm are back, and uh, we want to thank Evan for his um, his little contribution. Yeah. Contribution. Thank you. <laughs> um, on to the podcast. We appreciate it. We will have him on, of course, whenever we, we need a special guest or one of us not available. But um, – before I mean, let's get right into it. Let's dive right into it. Um, second round or the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, a lot of blowouts, a lot of top seeds, the people that you would expect winning um, the first and second round of last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and so, what do you, what is your guys' takeaway from week week one? A lot of chalk. There's definitely a lot of chalk. You saw a lot of guys and a lot of teams that moved on. It wasn't as exciting or as fun as previous tournaments, but I just think that that's why the – I hate to say this, I'm not an NCAA fan, but the committee actually did a pretty good job of making some decent matchups. And from a gambling standpoint, there was some pretty exciting moments, especially the UVM game um, and a couple others along there as well. Yeah, it's it's actually interesting. I I actually am on the flip side. I actually thought it was a great weekend because you get to get from a gambler standpoint. It's actually kind of interesting. I bet you were on one side or the other of a coin, which is you were like, "Hey, I think the underdog is going to pull this out," and you were completely wrong, or you were the one who said, "Yeah, one hundred percent, the favorite's going to win," and you probably won more than you lost that week. So, um, hopefully, you're on the the other side. Nate, what are your thoughts? I feel like this tournament's been kind of pedestrian, just kind of bland. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's cool to – I mean, obviously Michigan's still in. For you, you know, North Carolina. Uh, I mean, it's a good tournament, yeah, but, you know, the biggest upset was UCI over Kansas State, and that was like basically a who cares game for a lot of people. Like if Tennessee lost to UVM in the first round, that would have been insane. Um, Iowa almost coming back against Tennessee, like that would have been cool. Or, um, you know what I'm surprised about that game is so many people didn't pick UC like Irvine, and that game was literally in California. That was in like their backyard, and they literally picked a team from Kansas State, and it was just very surprising. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Bakes, you want to start with uh, the first game? We got Tennessee minus one and a half right now. Uh, versus Purdue, the game is in Louisville. This one looks like tomorrow. Carson Edwards, baby. Carson Edwards. Yeah, he had a huge game. Huge game. What do you have? Forty points. Do I, I love? I love watching that guy. I I really do. But at the end of the day, as much as I actually said that, um, I'm going to take Tennessee on this one. SEC has been very good this year, and Tennessee was actually number one for a while. Um, this year. I, I'm going to hammer Tennessee. See, I like this line just because it's literally almost like a pick em. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not really risking too much there. It, um, it opened at a pick em. Yeah, and the thing that I like about it is just, dude, Tennessee doesn't 
go away. Like they had a chance to bend over and fold and take it, and they did not. They bounced back and murdered them in overtime, and they hit some big time shots down the stretch. So I'm taking Tennessee as well. This is almost a home game for them too. Kentucky, Tennessee, not far away either. They're, they're, this is a super athletic team. Um, not that it, not that it really matters um, for this game, but they they're just they're fun to watch. If you haven't watched Tennessee this year, they they are fun to watch. Super athletic and. Uh, can stretch out on, on defense or very long. Um, so, yeah, what do you think, Nate? I want to see Purdue advance, um, but interesting stat. The round, the uh, Purdue Boilermakers have reached the round four times and lost on each occasion. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Sweet 16? Yeah, they have not made it past the Sweet 16. Um, so, I mean, is fifth time the charm for him, or is it just going to be another, you know, a tight game and Tennessee comes out? I think I like this Tennessee game even more now hearing that stat. I th- <laughs> I think Tennessee is going to win as much as I want Purdue to win, but yeah, I think Tennessee is the way to go. Yeah, um, second one we got Virginia minus eight and a half right now versus Oregon. Um, I actually really like Oregon in this game, man. They're an explosive team. They put up points. They're fast. They're big. I mean, they, they got it all. And I actually, this is a game that might be my lock for Thursday is I really like Oregon in this game, especially like we mentioned before. This is where Virginia poops themselves. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. You hate it? Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead, Nate. Go ahead and you can go first. I think that... And just judging judging by number numbers wise, I think Virginia is going to come out and absolutely punch Oregon in the mouth. I think Oregon has shot an absolutely insane percentage this tournament. Um, I think Virginia has kind of gotten the jitters out. They've worked out the kinks. They've made it this far. They're in the Sweet 16. They know what they have to do. They have their path going forward. I think they come out, blow them out. I think they went by 15 points. Because my thing is, I get you could make the argument saying Virginia wins, but I don't think Oregon loses by nine points. Uh, this is why I hate it. I'm looking, and Oregon beats Arizona State. Then they, they're at home against Arizona. They win. Then they go to Wash U, and they win. Then they go to Washington, and they win. And then the Pac-12 tournament starts, and they play Wash U again, and they win. And then they go to they play Utah in the, ne- the next game and win. And then they play Arizona State and win. And then they go to the championship and they beat Washington again by 20 and then they win. And then they go and they play against Wisconsin and they kill them and they win. Then they play UC Irvine and they win. This team oh, is wait, hot. Wait, do they win? Is that what they do? This team is hot, boys. Yeah. And I hate it because I am again on the same page as Parm. That is not good. That is not good because I love Oregon in this game. I absolutely do. I think Virginia comes out and they had trouble in the first game against whoever they played, some bumfuck 16 team. Weber and then State. they played then they played in the second round game and they had trouble and they were actually losing a half and they ended up blowing it, blowing the doors off um in the second half. So I love Oregon and because Parm loves Oregon, I do I am scared to that Oregon. <laughs> Fair enough. But I do I do agree that nine and a half is a lot. I think this team is super hot. And um, I I like them. I I think Oregon is a good a good play here. Plus, it seems like Virginia that struggles to score at times. That is very yeah. true. They do struggle to put the ball in the hoop. It, it, and and they really they really go off Kyle Guy. 
They they really do. And and they, people have said like, is it DeAndre Hawkins? Like he's the best player. He's supposed to be a top ten draft pick or whatever. But really, it's it's if Guy is going. If Kyle Guy goes, they go. And if he doesn't, then and, and look at look at um when they played Weber State. I mean, I I was at the game. Yeah boys i i was there it was like a home game for weber state and it took kyle guy a while to go like get going and weber state was winning for most of the first half you um, know another line that i like on this one sorry to interrupt you but is uh i really like the over in this game 119 and a half that's that is, that's that's 61 60. that's super low that's yeah. super low. I didn't even see Both that. Both teams play good defense, but I also feel like that's like you're catching – you're just like you're getting the benefit of Dallas saying, like, oh, it's Virginia. Let's bet the under. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I like the over in that game. Now, you do know where this game is being played, right? Mm-hmm. This one's being played in Kentucky. Right. Go, right? At 9.57, so basically call it 10 o'clock. Ooh. Also, Oregon Ooh. is coming from home to Kentucky. So basically, they're flying across the country to play a ten o'clock game, um, which is, which is like seven o'clock for them, right? No, this is wait, this is in the morning or in the evening? It's at night. No, yeah. it's ten. It's ten, 10 o'clock in the morning. Has there ever been a Sweet Sixteen <laughs> game at ten o'clock in the morning? Even during tournaments, the games don't start at ten o'clock in the morning. Come on, yeah. use your head. <laughs> I, I don't think this will be a big problem for them. I think this will be even more of a, an advantage to them because it'll be like playing at seven o'clock for them, like playing at ten o'clock. Moving on, moving on. I like Oregon. Gonzaga, Florida State. Gonzaga minus seven and a half. Nate, you can go ahead and start this one. <sighs> I always love Gonzaga. I will always root for them. Um. I think Florida State covers this. I think seven and a half is is a good amount. They're they're pl- Florida State is high right now. So is Gonzaga, but um, I'd pick Gonzaga to win this game. But I think Florida State can definitely cover seven and a half points. Florida State's an interesting team. They're they, good. They just but... dropped ninety on Murray State. And Murray State, to be fair, came out and basically was playing with house money, like. John Morant came out. He's doing like behind the back passes between the legs. Like, dude, chill out. You haven't gotten drafted yet. You haven't cashed that check. Um, I, he, like, Damn, hate on the hate on some more. Jeez. I'm not ready. <laughs> I mean, Murray um, State, they were legit. But I mean, come on, you got to come out and at least try to play as a team, not just feed it to this one guy. Well, that that's what Murray State's been all year. But let's. I'm not. I'm not going to get to it too off topic um gonzaga florida state um florida state has been good this year they've had some quality wins seven and a half is a lot in a tournament that's why i think i lean florida state uh but i think gonzaga is going to be out to prove something i think gonzaga is a number one seed that everybody has kind of swept under the rug assumed that they might be out in the round of 32 um, they, they're not going to make it to the final four. They, they weren't that good this year. They don't deserve to be a one seed. Gonzaga might be, it might have something to prove. I can see them covering this game. I think Florida state has enough firepower to cover the seven and a half point spread and actually win this game. So I think I lean Florida state, but I would not be surprised if Gonzaga wins and covers this. 
Um, but like I said, my pick is Florida State here. This game's also so, in California, Anaheim, to be I exact. I was just about to say, dude, this is a home game for Gonzaga, and I'm going to say that I'm going – I see what – kind of playing off what Baker was saying. Do we remember who eliminated Gonzaga last year in the tournament? No. Florida State. Double-check me, but I'm almost positive that was Florida State. So I see this as a revenge game. It's almost a home game. They're a one seed. This is a chance for them to literally break the glass and be a team that gets to the Elite Eight, get to the Final Four. I don't think they've ever been to the Final Four. And I think if they win this game, they get to the Final Four. And I think they know that. Yeah. So I'm taking Zaga and the points <laughs> on this <laughs> What? <laughs> what did you just say? I'm taking Gonzaga. Parm, you know that they were in the championship game like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, they were in Zaga one? Yeah, they played yeah, UNC. Yeah, North Carolina beat them. No, I'm not buying that. That didn't happen. <laughs> okay. I'm still taking Gonzaga. I would fade Parm. <laughs> nope, I would I would double down. <laughs> Dude, it's past it's your bedtime. Dude, I'm on fumes right now. <laughs> Uh, Nate, I think you can say you were gonna want to take this next one too. Oh, Michigan, Texas Tech. Yeah, go ahead. This is a pick'em game. I, I'm nervous. I, uh, it's it's the one and two defense defensive ranked teams in the country. Hold on, time out before you keep going. You got you got a pick'em. I got them at Michigan minus two right now. Yeah, I got Michigan minus two. Oh, uh, no. I, I I know that there's I know the line is minus two. I'm just saying I think this is more of a pick'em game. I think the defensive wise, this is gonna be like a game that's sixty to sixty five points. Whoever's gonna score sixty first is gonna win. That's flat out. Um this game scares me as a Michigan fan, but also um to bet on as much as I would love to but the mortgage on Michigan. What's the over under? One twenty six. Hmm. That's what I love. Love the under. Yeah, it's not a bad play. Love the under. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you you just said it yourself. It's going to be the first team to win that hits sixty, and I kind of agree with that. I love the under. I don't. I don't want to touch this game at all. I yeah, want to touch. I want. I want to hammer, hammer the under there. Put that one on the board. I think that that's going to cover Thursday games, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's move on yep, Friday. Friday. Uh, we've got Duke minus seven right now versus Virginia Tech. Um, believe it or not, I actually like Duke a lot in this game. I don't think they played well the first weekend. I think they have a lot of freshmen who took a little bit to get under their feet. I mean, they're lucky to still be playing basketball right now. I think after they go home, they regroup a little bit. They go and play a team that they're super familiar with, even though Virginia Tech has beat them. I think that actually makes them feel a little more comfortable. I think that they can, you know, they know who they are playing. They've seen them a couple times, and I actually like this game with Duke minus seven right now. Uh, the complete opposite. Uh, Virginia Tech is has seen them um, before, and obviously – in ACC play, favorites when it when a team is a very good three point shooting team, I think that Duke is starting to become predictable in terms of. And, and when I say predictable, you you gotta you gotta bear with me that Zion can obviously doesn't matter what scheme you have, he can do whatever he wants. Sure, but but they they have been playing the last about month 
when Zion's been on the floor, get the ball to Zion and let's hope we can make 10 threes in a game. And they, they honestly can't. They're, they're not a very good three-point shooting team. No, they're not a good shooting team. So when, when, when you get a team that is focused on Zion, obviously that you take that as it is, like he can do whatever he wants and RJ Barrett isn't getting the touches as he was. I think you become predictable. I think defensively they're not playing well, and they're starting slow. They have been starting slow at all in the ACC tournament and the last two games. They brought it on in the second half. I think in a in a Sweet 16 game with seven points against an ACC team, I think I, I take the points there. I think Duke wins. I think it's going to be similar to the UCF game. And in terms of like how close this is going to be. And I, I like Virginia Tech. And by the way, side note, I was also at the UCF game and Taco Fall is a huge, huge human being. Dude, he's literally like a million feet tall. I, <laughs> dude, I mean, you know, you know how short I am. And I yeah, looked at short. him and I was like, <laughs> you could put two of me on top of each other. You still can't <laughs> even be taller than him. <laughs> Nate, thoughts? Uh, would you like the over-under? It's 144 and a half. I don't hate the over. I hate that either. Two teams I can score. I don't hate that. I overlooked that. Uh, let me check your notes. Go back to check school. Notes. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? Uh, I think Virginia Tech's going to cover. Um, I think Virginia Tech's actually going to win this game. Mm. Um, the first time that they played each other in the beginning of the season, Virginia Tech won by five. Um, at home, at home, right? I believe so. Yeah, but I just think Duke's been having a lot of grind out games, which eventually wears on you later in the season. Like they beat UNC by one, they beat FSU by ten, which was a going into the half that was anybody's game. North Dakota State, they did struggle in the first half, but I mean they came out and destroyed them. But UCF, that's a that was a grinder game. So I think I think Virginia Tech comes out. They know that they are the huge underdog, and I think they I think they get the dub. I think Virginia Tech wins. All right, moving on. We got LSU and Michigan State. Michigan State minus six. Um. Geez, I don't know about this one, man. I was trying to write LSU off in the first round. They ended up sneaking it out against Harvard. They played pretty well. Played last Yale. Time. They played Yale. That's what I meant. Yale. And, Same difference. Um, Preppy then tricks. they played well the next game against Maryland, which I actually thought Maryland was going to beat them. So no longer do I actually have an idea who I'm going to pick. Um, <laughs> so you guys go with that one. I've been wrong about LSU twice, so I'd probably be wrong about them a third time. I like LSU on the points. I like, no reason why. I just think Sweet 16, Michigan State is good. I think they might win. I think they're going to win. But LSU has like been a sneaky good team this year. Where am I? Am I wrong that they were in the top five this year? LSU. Yeah. Yeah, they were top five. Uh, I almost want to say that they were like two or one at one point. They weren't one. I think they were two or three. Regardless, I think I think they're they're that type of caliber team, and 
Um, I like LSU with seven points here. The over-under is 148.5, too. I go under. Mm. That's a lot in a Sweet 16 game. Michigan State's notorious for defense. Izzo comes out and locks him down. Um, I, 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 I agree that LSU covers, but I think you hammer that under. Right. I don't. I don't hate that actually. Yeah. You, you, that's back to back over under picks that I actually like a lot. That's fair. I give those two. Um, moving on, we've got Kentucky minus three versus Houston. Um, the battle Kentucky. of the logos. Yeah. Right. Um, Kentucky played pretty well in their first game. I thought that was a good pick. The second game, they kind of struggled, even though Wofford actually is a pretty solid team. They shot the ball really well, even though their star, star three-point shooter did not shoot the ball well. He didn't he, make one. <laughs> what's that? He didn't make one. I know. He actually, dude, think about that. He was like, didn't he set the game single or uh, the uh, career record the year before, excuse me, the game before, but then went like, what, 0 for 11? Yeah, he set the and he is the NCAA all time three point record holder for made threes, and he didn't. He went like over thirteen, and ends his career going over thirteen. That's a, that's that is the biggest hot take ever. The worst part is, you know who's going to hire him after this? Who? Enterprise. <laughs> Probably. But anyway. So, anyways, yeah, I actually kind of like Houston in this game. I think, um, I don't know, Kentucky, if they struggle with Wofford, I don't know if they're going to be able to beat Houston. Houston played well the last two weeks and uh, or two games, and I think that um, they'll play well again. Yeah, they struggled against Wofford, and Wofford, they shot the ball awful. Like, they could not shoot the ball. Nonetheless, McGee, but they just couldn't do anything, and Kentucky just kept letting them back in the game, and – Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Bake. What were you gonna say? This this might be my lock of the week. Um, I'm just gonna read you off some games that, that, from this year. All right, eighty seventy two over North Carolina. Kentucky wins. Kentucky eighty two eighty at Auburn. Kentucky wins. Kentucky seventy one sixty three against Kansas, who stinks, but still top twenty team. Then we get. 86-69 against Tennessee. Kentucky wins. 80-53 to against Auburn. Sweet 16 team. Two Sweet 16 teams right there. 80-53. to Kentucky wins. All right? Kentucky has been a good team this year. You throw those out. You throw that out, obviously, as you get into the tournament. Like, nothing really matters what happened previous. But I think this Kentucky team is has grown a lot since the very beginning of the year when they were, we were like, ah, at, at the very tip, I forget who they played in, in like the tip-off classic. Maybe it was Duke. Um, and you're like, ah, I'm not sure what, what kind of team this is going to be. They're, they're good. They're, they're going to be really good. And I, I'm not sold on Houston. I think Houston is good, but I don't think they played the level of competition that Kentucky has through the year. And I think, I think they have a better coach. And I hate to say it, I, and I think that's going to play a big factor in a in a minus three spread. So I, I actually like Kentucky the most. You swindled me. I'm taking Kentucky. You talked me into it. And for just for the record, it was Duke. They played the very first game of the year, and they lost 118 to 84. Hmm. If anybody remembers that, 
and we they've get, come a long way. That's that's like a that's a typical Calipari team though. They figure it out as they go throughout the season, and then they are see a dangerous team in the tournament. So yeah, I can see what you're saying. They're a better coach, better coach team, and I think you're right. Better competition they play and play tougher schedule and prepares them for the games this time of year. Yep. Um, is PJ Washington going to play too? I believe he is. Can, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know yet, but that's something to also can take into consideration. Their leading score coming back. Um, yeah, I, I like Kentucky too. I'm in agreement. Cool. Uh, and then the final one for the weekend, we've got North Carolina minus five versus Auburn. Bakes, you want to start with this one? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. <laughs> I think I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I think it finally has to come out. Because I feel like my team just beat the shit out of that piece of shit, Mike Hopkins. So I think I have to tell the story, right? Sure, go ahead. Long story short, why I became a North Carolina fan and why I hate Syracuse and Mike Hopkins so much, and that's no secret, but is because when I was very young, probably like fourth grade, I saw Mike Hopkins the same height then or no? Yeah, he was way yeah, I was the same height. Like you know <laughs> Just just getting that on the record, that's all just curious. Twenty eight year old me and twelve year old me is same <laughs> same height. Anyways. Um yeah, I beat I beat him in pig at the at the New York State Fair and he promised me a signed autograph and you gotta remember little Baker was a diehard Syracuse fan. Signed me an autograph picture by every player on that team. And I could swear, like, I'm pretty sure it's the, two, the year they won it. The only oh, year they won it in 2003 when they won it? Yeah, I think what it was with, like, Carmelo and all them. And he promised me, he took down my name, my number, my address, and he's like, I will give you a signed autograph picture by the whole team. Everybody will. I sat by that mailbox, a little bigger, sat by that mailbox all summer <laughs> long. And you think I ever got that picture? Fuck nope. no. So... Fuck Syracuse. Fuck Mike Hopkins. I feel so good that we just beat the shit out of Washington. He can stay out west. I don't ever want to see him ever again. And I don't want that picture. If he actually subscribes to our podcast on iTunes and he listens to this and he sends me a picture, I don't care. I don't want it. It's over. It's over with. Do you think I, that he do you think like he wrote down the wrong address, possibly? Nope. Nope. He knew what he, was, he, knew, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he, he knew what he was doing. He wanted to break my heart. I know it. And you know what? <laughs> he can go ride in hell. It worked out for the best. Yes, it did. Anyways, back to the game. North Carolina minus five. Um, I don't know. I feel like a, I'm a homer right now. And I really, that's me knocking on wood if you didn't hear that. Um, I hate to say it. I'm really nervous about this game as a fan just because I know I know Auburn can be good. I think North Carolina is just clicking. I, I that's that's they're, they're similar to Oregon. They're they're clicking. They're all, all firing on all cylinders. And North Carolina is really, really, really good when they have a very fast point guard. Ty Lawson, Kendall Marshall, um, all those guys, Raymond Felton, all those guys were fast. They kicked it up a gear. Kobe White kicks it off, man. He might be the fastest point guard that's ever come through North Carolina. So I, I have a tough time picking Auburn here. I'm scared as a fan, and I, I, I never really go with my, my team. 
But in in this case, I, th- I think they're clicking, and I, I like North Carolina here. Sure, I'll go with you on that. Also, man, if Auburn doesn't shoot the ball well, you saw what happened in the SEC tournament. They will – I mean, they live and die by it. So at times they can they can shoot it with the best of them, and then there's times where they just get run right over. And I think UNC will run right over in this game. I also cool. think they're going to get up and pressure them on defense, especially up by the three-point line. And I think that UNC ends up covering this game. I, I also – I said it earlier in the podcast that I get nervous with teams that shoot the ball. You, you don't know what you're going to get. It, it, like Virginia Tech, it, it, like this game could easily – be a complete blowout in the other end because they shoot lights out. We'll almost end on that. The only thing I'm going to say before we leave is if you are looking for a little bit of MLB action as you head into Thursday, some games that I would throw throw a money line on would be one, the Atlanta Braves facing the Phillies. Braves are plus 190. Um, I mean, it's the Phillies. At the end of the day, the Phillies aren't supposed to be pretty good this year but i think the braves actually have a decent amount of young guys coming up through i just think that's a line that you can catch some some value at and then the second it's baltimore orioles plus 370 at the new york yankees uh obviously the yankees probably gonna be a better team this year baltimore stunk last year but doesn't mean baltimore can't go out there and beat them in the first game of the season and still lose 100 games so i would say uh take a shot at both those and Nate, you got anything else? Yeah, I mean, Red Sox Mariners, too. Boston's yeah, minus 200. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mariners right there that start their season on the West Coast. That's, what, plus 201? Yeah. Mariners yeah, at home. Two. They're already 2-0. and I mean. Yeah, throw, that's a good way to put it. Throw 100 bucks down there. I bet you two. if you take all three of those, one of those went, and you're bound to – Bound to do all right. Yep. To 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 your point about the Yankees, Yankees haven't won an opening day game in like the last like three or four years. So think about that, dude. That's that line's plus three seventy. They haven't won an opening game in a while. They have a decent amount of injuries. Like, isn't Hicks, DD, and um, Severino not even going to be in? Batances, Sabathia, Montgomery, Severino, Hicks, all hurt. Actually, that might be my mortal lock. That That's your best value right there. Even though the Orioles stunk last year, but like I said, the Orioles could literally lose 100 more games but still win this one. I I don't I don't hate that. My I, I think my one pick for this coming week is, for MLB opening day, is the Mets plus 128. Um, I think the Mets stink, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you throw out Jason DeGrom, Against, against Max I mean, Scherzer, it's, it's yeah, but a, a Nationals team that lost Bryce Harper and they're not a great hitting team. And at the end, I mean, the Mets did get better. Peter Alonso, they just brought up, who's going to be a stud rookie first baseman. Um, they have Cespedes back, don't they? I'm pretty sure Cano can still hit, even though he's and the bullpen for the Mets is pretty good with Diaz and Familia. So um, I like the Mets plus 128. Why not? Uh, with DeGrom on the mound, that those that could be honestly the two, the best pitching matchup of the year already on opening day with those two guys. You know what's sneaky? One last pick I'll give you um, is the Tampa Bay Rays plus 132 versus the Houston Astros. Obviously the Astros are really good. 
people forget the race won what almost was it 90 games last year they finished really strong and they just have an unorthodox way of i guess going through a game they throw a couple guys here a couple guys there and i don't know that's not a bad line right there if you're looking for a home home dog do it and even is the 110 they're at home against the cardinals i mean that was a that was a yeah. wild card that was a playoff team last year so yeah. plus money can't go wrong with that yeah you're absolutely right but that's what i got for us bakes nate you got anything else it's all for me cool i'm good we'll reconvene and bring you another episode hopefully for for the second round of the weekend um here in the next couple of days until then good luck have fun and hopefully our picks can help you get out of the hole. Nate, remind me of the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Find us on Twitter at ITH Sport Podcast. Again, that is ITH Sport Podcast. Also, and then you can also go on to the iTunes and download it there and subscribe. So please subscribe, give us five stars, and then keep telling your friends. Yeah, we're on iTunes, baby. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. See you guys. See ya.